Welcome to 3 and Out with Jason and Kevin. I'm Jason, that's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation's Cincinnati Bengals website, and we are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Uh, we're in the Orange and Black Insider on YouTube and anywhere you can get podcasts, so Spotify, Apple, wherever. Wherever you get podcasts, we're there. Uh, it's not just us. It's OBI. Uh, it's Chalk Talk. It's Talking Football with Bengals Jim and Friends. There's like four or five more. I, keep forget- I, I feel like every week I list off four different ones and leave one out. And then, you know, so it's whatever. But yeah, new stuff, new Bengal stuff there every single day. Great content. Check it out. Uh, Kevin, what's going on, buddy? Last last show before uh, Christmas. You ready? Yes. For, you for ready? Christmas? Yeah, yes. we got ready way early. Uh, yeah. We pretty much had everything bought, like, I mean, end of November, which is, which is yeah. never a thing that happens. And I am misspeaking a little bit because, of course, we did that thing that I feel like so many people do where you get everything wrapped. You look under the tree and you go, yeah, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know if there's enough presence there. It just doesn't. And then we went accidentally spent 300 extra dollars sure. at Meyer the other day. Uh, but other than that, we were ready by the end of November. That's nuts because I've never been ready by the end of November. It must be nice to have no, first shit together. But um, I think the, the biggest thing with Christmas for, for us. So we have two kids and I, I've, I mean, we had one kid for like three years, but I've never had an older kid. I mean, Harper's eight, nine, nine, sorry, nine, uh, Harper's nine. And it's, I've never had a nine-year-old by herself. So I think the trap that we fall in every time is we say we're going to get X amount of presents for both kids. And then like yep. a month later, we're like, oh man, Evie would really like that. It's not expensive. So let's get it. But now we got to get something for the boy. Yep. Yep. That was and my then, mom. Yeah. And then two, and you know, like a week later, it's like, oh man, he'd really like that now. And so all of a sudden it gets way out of hand really fast, especially sure. when my wife and I aren't the same page where she's out and she says, oh, I really like this thing I got for, and then she gets something. And at the same time I get, you know what I mean? Too much. Oh yeah. Way too much. No, that was, that was my mom. She's complaining about it all the time. <laughs> uh, I can't remember how old I was, but I wanted like a PS2 for Christmas or something like that. Oh yeah. So I ended up getting that. And then like, cause she just had to have the presents equal. Sure. Uh, I ended up like at one point, like she wrapped a box of Captain Crunch. Oh yeah, because it was my favorite cereal, and like I was old enough, to, <laughs> I wasn't getting like screwed. I knew I got what right. I wanted, but it was yeah. just like I was like, "Why well, I, I blew I blew all the money on your PS2? Like, yeah, but I want you to be able to open stuff. So here's a box of Captain Crunch for you. There you go. You know I love Captain <laughs> he was Crunch. Obsessive about that. Oh, that's my favorite still, cereal. Oh yeah, and everyone complains that it hurts their. I I've never had an issue where it hurts my mouth. I mean, I if, like you, I, if you eat two if bowls, I, for me, that second bowl okay. will start to tear my gums a little bit. I get it. But yeah, Captain Crunch. No Crunch Berries, though. Crunch Berries suck. I'm good with berries. or without Crunch Berries. I will not go all Crunch Berries, though. No. No, I just want regular Captain Crunch. Best cereal in the world. Absolutely, 100%. All right. So let's talk about the Bengals for a few yeah. minutes. Captain Crunch, uh, much like the Bengals, <laughs> the best cereal and football team exactly. in the world. There we go. Exactly. The exactly. There we go. There's the transition. That's perfect. perfect. Yeah, I'm really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Cincinnati Bengals won their third in a row overtime thriller against the Minnesota Vikings in a, in a game that looked like they were going to drop. Uh, they played very poorly. Well, not poorly. They're a different uh, team. Yeah. Well, yeah. Played, I would say they played offensively. They played pretty poorly. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, first three quarters. Yeah. We were giving that game away, man. Right. Yeah. And it looked like they were going to drop this game. Uh, and then it, it was just the Browning T. Higgins show. Browning, yep. the Browning and uh uh Tyler Boyd show. It was it was just it just clicked. The whole offense yep. just kind of clicked. Uh they came back, tied the game, went to overtime, 
a few just miraculous things happen. They, without DJ, DJ Reader, DJ Reader goes out for the year with a horrific, awful injury, which we'll, yeah. I think we should talk about that in a couple of minutes, just the fallout from that. Um, yeah, let's, let's go over the game, and then we'll talk about yeah. the fallout of the injuries and then move yeah. on after the break for Steelers. For Steelers week, yeah. So um, DJ Reader goes out. The 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 Vikings are in a situation where it's third and one in overtime, and they, they just need a field goal. That's all they need. Um, they're outside of field goal range, but it's one of those things where they're kind of too close to punt. They go for it in third and one without DJ Reader. One of those tush push plays, the Bengals stop it. Fourth and one without DJ Reader, stop they stop it. You know, that's, and that's, that, one of that's those... last year's. That's we saw that over yeah. and over again last year's. Right. Uh, usually, like goal line stops like that. Uh, yeah. We have not seen it this year, and I no. it was very very nice yep. to was get awesome. that back, even if it was just for the one game. We'll see. Yeah. So so they get the ball back. They drive down the field with some just nuts, just nuts play. I mean, there the there was a, a rollout pass to Tyler Boyd that Jake Browning threw between two defenders, and by all rights, it probably should have been at least knocked down. And the fact yeah. that Boyd caught it and got within field goal range is amazing. And then that was an overtime, but before overtime, the 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 T Higgins' second touchdown, yeah, it's probably the most miraculous play I've ever seen a wide receiver make, in my opinion. I agree. The more I watch football, the more I mean, everybody likes the circus catches, and oh. I mean, it's, that's that's just good fun, man. But the more I become impressed with that level of almost like insane processing speed, yeah. the ability to be that aware of everything that's happening around you, where your body is, where the goal is, where the ball is, and those are the plays that wow me these days that I just can't yeah. understand how somebody can make that many decisions yep. and be that conscious of what he's doing in half a second. Right. It was amazing. Yep. Uh, leading up to that too, I was joking about it. Uh, that should have been picked off. That was a bad throw by oh, Browning. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't know how a wide receiver can intercept the ball that was being thrown to them, but that yeah. is what T Higgins did. That's a T Higgins interception. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, the way he stepped into yep. that uh, defensive player and then turned it into a touchdown. Um, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Oh, yeah. Well, like like what you said, it was amazing to me all the things he did in just in the span of a second. Not even yep. a second. Is the ball's in the air. It's obviously it's going to be short. He's got a guy in front of him, a guy behind him. He steps out of the end zone, high points the ball six, six inches to a foot above them, and yep. then with two guys draped on him, gets his feet in bounds, spins, and whips the ball over the pylon before his butt lands out of bounds. That's that's going to be one of those beauty. plays. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you see these NFL commercials where you see these plays that happened 30 years ago, you know, like the mm -hmm. immaculate reception or, or you know, the just, just the stuff that you see all the time. The NFL is like, oh, here's the greatest plays forever. That's going to be on commercials. That T. Higgins touchdowns yes. is going to be on commercials for years, for years. Cause it was just so good. So, and yep. there's, I don't think, you know, Jamar Chase has a tool set that T Higgins, he has elite top end speed. You know what I mean? He can stop and start in a dime. He's a great route runner. He's a great everything receiver. Sure. But I don't think Jamar Chase can make that play. No, he can't. He can, and that's no. and, why and T Higgins is also a elite right, wide receiver. An elite wide and receiver. why they're the duo of them is so deadly. Um Jamar Chase can do a lot of things, but a guy like T. Higgins. It really right. is nice. And you see it less and less in the league these days. Uh, a player who can just go up and get the ball. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that sounds simple, but we're seeing a lot more Jamar Chase style uh, wide receivers, just a little shorter sometimes, faster, strong. Right. Um, T. Higgins feels like a bit of a throwback, just a, a, a big body who can go up and get the ball. Yeah. It, T. Higgins, like when I'm thinking about, I mean, I you can't, you can't, I'm not going to sit here and say T. Higgins is just like Megatron because that would be stupid. But I'm saying that he's got that size, not the speed. Megatron had a freak size and speed ratio. I'm saying he's got that size and strength. You know what I mean? Uh, and he's great at just going. He's aggressive, aggressive uh, at, at going up and get the ball and high pointing it. It's it's it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, so there are a couple of injuries uh, that we talked about. DJ Reader, I think, is the big one. Yeah, uh, he tore his quad off the bone, from what I understand. That was and my understanding as well. Yeah. And but it I might is, have heard that from you, so don't. Yeah, I think mind. I think it was from me, but I I think I read based on what they were saying in the injuries was like that's kind of broke down what it is, and it's a uh, pretty grueling thing to come back from. He is a uh, he is a free agent heading this year. He's twenty nine or thirty, one of the two. Um, and he will not be recovered by the start of the next. No, season. he will not. So. It, this is devastating because I would have said, first of all, I would have said, and I, and I still believe that DJ Reader is maybe the second or third most important player on this team after Joe Burrow is one, obviously. Yeah. And DJ Reader might be two or three. He's the know? most important player on defense. I totally agree with that. Yes, the most important defensive player on the team. Um, he's gone for the year. I would have said he was the most important guy to bring back for next year, but he's not going to be ready. No. And I think what's going to happen to him is probably the same thing that happened to Geno Atkins. Great player, got hurt at the very end of a contract year when he's got some years under his belt, and by the time he's ready, it's probably going to be too late. And I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that he's available and ready to play, and maybe even as a Bengal. I, I just don't see it. I wouldn't be surprised if he played, you know, while well, he's ready to go halfway through the year next year. I would not be surprised if he doesn't play anymore, if he's done. What, about, what do you think? I think he is not a Bengal after this year. I right. think because of everything you said, I think the only chance of him becoming a Bengal, which I think the Bengal should do, is to sign him to a one-year contract and immediately put him on injured reserve. Um, if he can get healthy by middle of the season or yeah. even late season, he would be an excellent body, even if he's not 100% for a late season push or into the playoffs push. Um, it would be good for him. We could get him for very, very cheap. Yep. It'd be good for him because he'd get a chance to show his talents back on the field to be show the NFL, hey, I'm recovered. If he's looking to get another maybe two-year contract afterward, it'd be good for us because we could use the depth at the end. Um, I think it'd be a good play. I don't think they'll do it because it just doesn't feel very Bengals. Um, But I think they should do it. I think they should too, and it doesn't feel very Bengals to me. I I think that what's going to happen is um, teams don't want to spend any money on a guy they don't know is going to be ready. So I, you know what I mean? I just, I think that every team is going to say, well, we don't know. And even though yeah. it would be a smart investment, we're not going to, you know, commit. The flip side of that somebody. is what's been going on with them the last year or two might be giving them whiplash where they have had depth problems going right. in, especially going into the late season yeah. at the defensive line year after year after year. Maybe they actually learn a lesson and they go, hey, if we could add a player like DJ, don't look at it as like wasting $2 million on the front end. Look right. at it as like we are adding a player of DJ Reader's caliber week 
10 right to finalize our playoff push and it's only going to cost us three million dollars oh yeah no i i think it's you know what i mean that's the way that's the math i'd be doing in my head sure sure that's absolutely i totally agree with you and worst case scenario is is he's not ready and it's three million dollars and that's i mean to me if i lose three million dollars in my job i'm gonna get fired i'm just saying but you know in the grand scheme of things in the nfl it's not that big of a deal uh the next is jamar chase separated shoulder um I, I know that that there were some reports that he was that he was ruled out. I think Zach Taylor seemed a little bit annoyed at yesterday's press conference that 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 had even come the out. reports that he separated his shoulder are now being walked back. Right, I know, I know, and, and it's and, just and, a strain or something like that. Right, and then I get you know Zach Taylor said no, he's day, he's day to day, he's not out, he's day to day. So yeah. he didn't. He's not day to day. He just wants the Steelers planning for Jamar Chase. Basically, he's annoyed yeah. that we're all shutting it down. That yes. doesn't mean he might not play the following week. Uh, without oh, yeah, like yeah. a better indicator of what his injury was, I don't think anybody can speak to it. Um, right. He is not playing versus Steelers. We no. do not need him. The Steelers are trash. Yes, it just is what it is. Even right. if he was like good enough to go, they'd probably still said, "I'm just getting 100 healthy." That's why Zach Taylor's mad. Is because he's like, "Quit blowing up my spot." Right. I'm gonna try to pretend Jamar Chase yeah. is playing. We all know he's not. Just shut up about it. Yeah, the Steelers know he's not too. It's, it's not. I know, happen. but you gotta. It's gatesmanship, man. You gotta try. I know. I know, but uh, but yeah. So he he went down. Uh, dislocated. Did something to his shoulder. Uh, they were saying he's going to be out. Now they're saying day to day, but he's going to be out. He didn't practice yesterday or today, unless he goes full tomorrow, which isn't going to happen. He's not going to play, especially since the game's on Saturday. Um, I I do think he'll be back. I would assume he'll be back. Hopefully, he will be with the Chiefs. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But uh. T. Higgins has a history of really stepping up, playing great when Jamar Chase is not in. The offense has a history of being really good when 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 Jamar Chase is not in. Not to say that we don't need him because obviously we do. Uh, but they tend to try to step up in the short term. You yeah. can see it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not overly concerned about Chase. You know, he'll be missed, and T's going to get some double teams. But like you said, and we'll get into it in more in depth. The Steelers are in big time trouble. Big trouble. Uh, yeah. It's funny. It's okay, I want to clarify. I am not worried about Jamar Chase missing the Steelers game. Right. The final two games might be unwinnable with. Oh, him. sure. Oh, I totally okay. agree. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. But yeah, yes, no, it's not a big. Steelers, it's not fine. a big deal this week. Yeah. yeah. The next two weeks, Jamar Chase hopefully is ready to go. Even if, even if, uh, against the against the Chiefs, he's he's a lot of decoy stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you just can't oh, the gravity on the, on the right, field just, right, just is opening up right. Jake Browning's throwing lanes like crazy. Right. Dude. right. Even if even if they somewhat know he's not completely healthy, they can't just leave yeah. him alone. So everybody's just scared of him, man. Oh yeah, and they should be. Should be. Um. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna get to the Steelers here in a second. Do you have really anything else other than that about the Vikings? I mean, three games and three wins in a row. Uh, and, I do want your take on because we both said that this would be the game that would let us know just where Jake Browning actually stood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where Jake Browning stands. He was bad for three quarters, and then he was yeah. really, really good for a quarter. I guess I can say that at the very least, he doesn't rattle. Um, right. But the level of inconsistency with his play is making me eat my words. I don't right. really have more to say about Jake Browning because I, I thought I would. I don't. What about you? So I think that what we're seeing with Jake Browning is, is he's showing us that he is a really good backup quarterback for Joe Burrow. Sure. I don't think if you took away the best wide receiver group in the NFL, 
and then all of a sudden the offensive line plays poorly like they were earlier in the year because they've had three great games in a row. You know, they what have. I mean? they've been if using they a lot struggle, yeah. I don't think Jake I, Joe Burrow is the kind of guy who the whole team can be coming down, crashing down around him. He's like, nope, get on my back. We got it. you know he, we've sure. seen him do that before. Uh, Jake Browning's not that guy. I think he needs the other guys to lift him up, which is fine. That's the majority of the of quarterbacks. You know, that we had Andy Dalton like that for what, eleven years. Yeah. However many years it was, fifty years it seems like. Yeah. Um, I think it was about fifty years. Yeah, fifty years I think. Um, but yeah, we had Andy Dalton, and he needed AJ Green. He needed Muhammad Sanu and all those guys to lift him up, and that's that's who Jake Browning is. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the quarterbacks who can put everyone on their backs. How many are there, are there in the NFL? Five. Uh, I'd four, say between three. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. No, there's more than that. I'd say at least five, maybe seven. Okay, but seven out of thirty-two is nothing. Just no, not it's not. Even if it's seven. And I think seven would be on the high side. You know what I mean? Maybe. So that's what I see Jake Browning. Jake Browning is a good backup. He knows the system. I think that uh, whether he is going to have success or not depends on the scheme. The fact that the Bengals decided not to run the ball again a lot last, last weekend did not help Jake Browning through the first no. three quarters of the game. I think he needs that. I think he's the kind of quarterback who needs that. And he's, you know, we talked about, oh, how the Bengals need to, you know, the whole thing about running to set up the pass. You don't need to do that with Joe Burrow. If anything, it does it in reverse. We're going to get back in too deep because we're afraid of Burrow, and now you can just run the ball. The Bengals, I think, need to run the ball to set Jake Browning up for success. I just think that's the kind of quarterback he is, the kind of team, the kind of offense he's going to have to lead, which is fine. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. There's There are teams that want Eli Manning. There's anything wrong with that. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Eli Manning, that mouth-breathing dummy. No. Eli Manning beat Tom Brady and one of the best Super Bowl teams, one of the best teams ever to be assembled in the playoffs because they ran the ball. It yeah. just it just set him up for success. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not – I don't think – you know, I think that a lot of people, like, overreacted or, uh, you know, thought, like, oh, you know, Jake Browning, we're going to trade him for whatever. I don't think first. so. After he wins yeah, for a first. That's, no, that's we'll win the happen. Super Bowl, and then we'll trade him for a first. Yeah, he's going to win. We we'll win the Super Bowl, maybe, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, even if we, I've been on the Jake Browning train since his first victory, and so far I'm uh, not wrong. So no, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for him. I'm just saying, I just I just don't think that we're going to be able to turn Jake Browning into like a first or second round pick. It's just not realistic to no, me. We're not. So, all right, uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some uh, dumpster fire. Right. Good. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right. On Saturday, which is the 23rd, since I Bengals traveled to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers and what I, Heinz Field, I don't even know what their field is now. Something, it's not Heinz anymore. It's whatever. Either way. Yeah. They go up there, play at Condiment Field uh, against the seven and seven Steelers. I think they're seven and seven. And, yeah. uh, yeah, Wild, isn't it? yeah, I know, uh, the Bengals are on a three game winning streak. So this is funny. Cause, cause the, the Steelers and the Bengals have swapped spaces. 
Steelers came out in the season, played pretty well, you know, good defense. Kenny Pickett wasn't anything special, and we saw that. But they're winning some games somehow by being outgained by everybody, right? Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Not that that's the reason they started to lose. No. Uh, And then this is the Bengals down here. And now here, right? Bengals going three-game win streak. The offense looks just as good as it has under the best days with Joe Burrow, at least against the Colts and against um, whoever they played before the Colts. Uh, And then, uh, you know, they they look good. And in the meantime, the Steelers have lost three in a row, uh, and they're in shambles. Absolutely. Yeah, you got wide receivers that are saying publicly, I'm not going to block because I don't want to get hurt. Pickens. So wide, yeah. You saw Deontay Johnson. Saw Deontay Johnson just give up on plays. Yep. You know, the offensive line is bad. Yep. Uh they benched Mitch Trubisky and they've already announced that they're going to start Mason Rudolph against the Bengals. Sure. Which, whatever. That's fine. Um the spirit. I love it. Rudolph on Christmas. Right. The biggest, I think, uh, the biggest, um, uh, the biggest thing that I think that we have when it comes to the threats that I perceive from the Bengals, I think, is Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth absolutely ate the Bengals for breakfast. Uh, nine yes, catches, 120 yards in Week 12. That's my thing. That's I think that's who we got to watch out for the most. But defensively, Minka Fitzpatrick is hurt. Their other safe starting safety got. Suspended for the rest of the year for unbelievable. Did you see the hit against Michael? Uh, um, against um, the uh, Colts wide receiver. I just totally blanked on his name. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he's out. Uh, so they got two backup safeties in, and I, they're just they're in trouble. They're absolutely in trouble. Yes, they are. Uh, I think the Steelers are the worst team in the division by a lot by right now. Far. Yeah. And I yeah. personally. Th- can see this being the first year that Mike Tomlin has a losing season. And it would not surprise me if he was fired after this year. Cause there's, I mean, there's yeah, which is wild. Oh, I know. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Personally. I really do. There's a guy that I work with. That's a Steelers fan. And he's one of the most level-headed Steelers fans that I know that he wants Mike Tomlin gone, which is, it's just surprising. I also work with a Steelers so, fan. He also wants Mike Tomlin gone. Yeah. I just, okay. I'm saying do it, do it, sure. do it and hire Matt Canada for your head coach. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he deserves another chance. I think so too. What do you think? So, just overall opinion, I think the Bengals are much better, a much better team I, in all yeah. aspects of the game right now. This is a hard one to have a strong opinion about because the Steelers are on a they're a dumpster fire, uh, no. not just on the field but off the field. You can sense mm-hmm. it. The team is absolutely falling apart, and I do not think this is the game they're going to suddenly get it back together. Offensively, they're bad. Defensively, they're bad. You can chalk it up to injuries. You can chalk it up to losing the quarterback. You can chalk it up to whatever you want. On the field, it doesn't really matter. We're better than them on defense. We're better than them on offense. And our offense is better than their defense, like et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be the only way that we lose this game is because it's division and we know each other inside and out. But honest to God, I feel like we have an advantage there, too. The Steelers don't know this offense. They don't know Jake Browning. I don't think see they do. how they 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 might think they do, but we don't even know Jake Browning. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't even right. know what this offense is going to be next week or the week after or the week after. They are still making changes. You cannot predict what we're going to look like 
game to game. And so if we can't, the Steelers absolutely can't. I just don't see how we lose this game. But to, but to take a step back, because I said that, it feels dangerous. Because this is our, we must win this game if we want to be in the playoffs. Because the Browns are going to be tough. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. I get it. Everybody's down on them. I am too. But they're still the Chiefs. And we're playing a backup quarterback. We have to win this one because we need two wins between now and the end of the season if yep. we have a good chance of being in the playoffs. Yep. So it feels like a bit like a trap, but I can't see what the trap is. I can't see it. I right. don't see how the Steelers pull this one off. I think that uh, it's a trap game if they go up there just unprepared, whatever. You know what I mean? And I just, they're professional athletes. I just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, right. I totally agree with you. They're better on offense, better on defense. Better on special teams, probably. I don't know. Um, I just and and you're also right. They don't know Jake Browning. They think they do. They came out and they sacked him four times. They won in week 14, 16 to 10. So it wasn't like a blowout or anything like that. Uh, with the same offense that that Joe Burrow had been running for however many weeks this year and last year. So now the offense is different. Now you know. Now the the offensive line is blocking better. Jake Browning's got his feet wet. They're ready to go. Um. So, yeah, they don't know the offense. The secondary is in shambles. And I know that we're missing Jamar Chase. I just don't think it matters. I don't, I don't think it matters. You, know, you got Tyler Boyd and just put Yosevich. I'm Put Charlie Jones out there. I, everybody. You know what I mean? And let yeah, him do a, a wide receiver rotation. He is a, <laughs> yeah. a excellent wide receiver one. Yep. Um, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. We don't really like, – it feels goofy to break this down because it's obvious – you know what I right. mean? Like, if you're, I'm not being like dismissive. I guess I am, but I'm not trying to be. It's just that, like, there's some teams you go up against and you really need to like break yeah. down. Like, well, this is the strategy and this is what they do. And this, yeah. I just don't, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's worth doing with the Steelers. I know that's this is stupid because this is a football podcast, but like, we're just better than them in every phase of the of the right. sport right now. So this is, and this is something that we're not used to seeing from the Steelers is they've been like the picture of just consistently consistency for 20 years. Sure. You know what I mean? Is, is you just think like, Oh, at worst, they will be 500 at best. They're a three, four loss game or team. Sure. And it's not just like the on field stuff. Cause they're bad on the field, but the off the field stuff is the stuff I think that surprised me the most about the Steelers. Cause it's just not something you're used to seeing from them. No, you know they're really I mean? falling apart, man. They're in the news for the wrong reasons. Week in and week out. You can tell the locker room's already been lost. You know what I mean? The whole thing's a mess. Um, I don't think they have a prayer as long as the Bengals just come out and don't just completely shit the bed. And I don't think that they will. You know what I mean? No. But I do agree with you. We, we need two two wins. So I don't see making the playoffs less than 10 and 7. No. you agree there? And Yeah, the whole middle of the AFC is yeah. just a cluster, dude. Like, yeah. every – it's it's I, – I sat here – this was at the after the last game. I sat for maybe twenty minutes, just trying to figure out all the possibilities. I know, and very very quickly, I realized you need some kind of a degree to figure out all the different tiebreakers yeah. and all the different like it. It became a nightmare, and so I just trust right. at this point. I'm just trusting what smarter people than me say, which is basically two wins, two wins, right. and we are still not guaranteed, but right. likely. But they need the some playoffs. help. Yeah. And two of two of those wins, you know, I don't want to see them go 0 and six in the division. Two of those wins are again or two of those two of the three games left are against division rivals. 
with backup quarterbacks. I think the one game we're looking at where we say we can drop that one is Kansas City. In Kansas City, and that's, I think, normal for us to think that way, right? It's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, whatever. Maybe we go out there and light them up and we you know, finish 11-6, which would be awesome. But I, my thinking is, is beat the Steelers. Hopefully we beat the, the Chiefs, but if we don't, it's not a big deal because the you know the playoff game is the next week. You win, you're in. Hopefully. Right? I, I, I get what you're trying to say. I'm not going to say losing the Chiefs is a big, not a big deal because no, I no, don't I'm, think we match up. We'll get to it later. I don't think we right. match up very well against this Browns team at all, especially right. with a worse quarterback situation and Jamar Chase maybe not playing. Um, we need to beat the Chiefs. I'm not going to well, just yeah. be like it's a it's a it's a toss up game. We right. need to beat the Chiefs. Period. Right. Well, before we get to that, they got to beat the Steelers, and I think I I'm not overly concerned with it. I I just want them to go out there and take care of business, play boring football. I don't care. The the Steelers are a team in crisis, and just take advantage of it. Whatever they you know they they're guys that are not going to be playing as hard as they should. Whatever. I I don't know what the situation is. All we know is it's a mess. And I think the Bengals are going to be okay. Um, so that's, that's want, my that's my breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go over a couple of bets? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. So the the Bengals are favored first of all by two on the road. So oh, by two, yeah. Uh, over. Take the over. Take the over. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna take the Bengals in the points. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So let's see here. Uh, all right. So the Bengals, yeah, actually, they're favored by a point and a half. All right. So the over under for this game is 37 points combined. Both teams score 37 points combined. Would you take the over or the under? Under. Okay. I, I think yeah, I would the, tend to the agree Steelers with that. are not going to score very high. I do think the Bengals get off to an easy win, easy lead. And we both know Zach Taylor's tendency to put his foot on the brake. I don't agree right. with it, but it happens. Yeah. Put his foot on the brake when we're ahead. Okay. Uh, Jake Browning, over under 232 and a half passing yards. Under. We're going to lean on the running game under. pretty early. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Jake Browning, one and a half touchdowns. So do you think he'll throw two or one? I think he'll throw two. Okay. Yeah. And then. Yep. Uh, the last one we're going to do, uh, actually two more, just because they're kind of the same thing. Uh, Joe Mixon, over or under 48 and a half rushing yards? Over. Okay. Absolutely Chase, over. Chase Brown, over, under 26 and a half. Oh, God, over. They're going to they're gonna really try to get Chase Brown to pop off this game. I can sense it. He might get yep. that in one play, my dude. He might. He might. He's got the speed. He does. Uh, so it's funny with, with him. The uh, two weeks before um, they really leaned on the run game, Joe Mixon had at least 20 carries against the Colts and at least 20 carries against whoever it was they played before the Colts. Cannot remember it all. Last week, he only had 10, but Chase Browning had seven. That's the closest they've been, almost 50 yep. 50. And I think it's, I don't know if it's going to be 50 50, like really 50 50. I kind of expect Mixon to outcarry Chase, but I think Chase is going to get a lot more work. Chase Brown. Brown is going to get a lot more work moving forward, in my yep. opinion. Um, which I'm totally, really, really excited about. Very excited about his lightning to mix him's thunder kind yep. of thing. Because that's how they run. You know what I mean? Um, no, it's it's uh, it's exciting. So, 
Uh, took the over on everything except for points, I think. Right? Uh, and, and yards. I don't think yards. Browning's going to throw. I don't think he's going to need to. Whatever it was, yards. Yeah. No, I don't either. I think we're going to get up early. I think we're going to run the ball. I agree. I agree. Got a score prediction? Um, 10 Steelers to 20. Okay. I was nice, going to say 20. Nice even. Yeah. 20. I was going to say 23 to 13. So basically there the same go. thing. Just throw a, a field goal on both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Saturday, uh, the Bengals play, and then Sunday, Christmas Eve, Monday. You know that there's games on – I I don't remember why they play Saturday games at late in the season. I I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I'm happy. I, I think it's just a, a question. Uh, they think people – and they're probably right. I know I am. Uh, they think people are more interested in football as playoff implications start to develop. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, so people are just going to want to watch more games, yeah. I think, this is the last thing I have to say. It has nothing to do with the Bengals. How excited are you for Ravens 49ers? I think that's a super cool oh, yeah. preview. It's going to be. I'm pumped to see that one. I And I kind of agree. Watching the Raiders, or not the Raiders, I'm sorry, Ravens, uh, over the last couple weeks, as much as I don't want to like the Ravens, and I don't yeah, I hate give, the I hate the Ravens, yeah, I but they're And they're I don't want to respect Lamar Jackson looks really good. That yep. team looks really, really good in all aspects of the game. It would not surprise. And I just don't think the Chiefs are the same team they were last year. They got a better defense. The offense is not as good. And I think that they've gone like three weeks without scoring in the second half, which is weird for them. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I do agree. That's I, think it. I just want to say I was excited about it. But, yep, yep that's it's, my playoff. That's my Super Bowl about. prediction. Uh, right. Niners take it. But also this game will be a lot of fun because of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. A lot of fun to watch. All right. Uh, again, we're on the Orange and Black Insider uh, on YouTube. Anywhere you can get podcasts will be on there. It's not just us. There's great Bengals content every single day from a lot of guys uh, that work really hard to get it out there. We're brought to you by CincyJungle.com, sponsored by, which is SB Nation's uh, Cincinnati Bengals website and sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Uh, Kevin, thank you very much. I hope you have, you and Danielle and Harper have a wonderful Christmas. Thank and you. You're welcome. Who day and Merry Christmas. Who day, Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe. Here we go.